Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's going to be so professional. Okay. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and whiny roads. I hope you're ready. Kids set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends, too. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. here with my best friend Michelle with one L Van Dusen. Michelle. Hey. Yeah. Real quick. Yep. What? Say that one more time. Who's your sister? My sister. Oh, uh, uh, you know, I forgot. I forgot. I think it's, uh, Trisha. (laughs) Trisha. (laughs) Yes. Trisha. How is Trisha doing? She good? She's good. She's good. She's up up in uh, Chicago taking care of my dad and uh horses she she teaches at a um at a clinic a horse clinic thingy where um you know helping new riders getting developed okay so she doesn't teach and... the horses you said she teaches and then she said horses and yeah yeah like, no, no, I don't no, know. like I'm from the generation no. of Mr. Ed so maybe, maybe that's <laughs> I don't know maybe, saying, does... maybe that's who it is well, she used to train horses, you know, so I mean, I'm sure that's part of it. You know, if you're leading somebody, you're training the horse also to, you know, behave kind of thing. So I don't know, gotcha. all of it. She's doing all of it. Gotcha. Horses, uh, my well, dad. Speaking of, speaking of animals, um, I just want yeah. to start with uh, Michelle. Stop it. You stop it. <laughs> you leave your dog alone. <laughs> if you send me one barking. more Marco, if you bother that sweet old lady named Lady. <laughs> You're like, lady, get up, lady. Lady, want to go for a walk? And she just barely has the energy to raise her head up with one eye. Like, leave me alone. Leave that baby alone. You're killing me, Smalls. Listen, I was not bothering the dog. I was just showing you that the dog was just sleeping. And it didn't matter what I said or how I walked around her. She wouldn't wake up for anything. She's like, I'm napping. And it's my nap time, so I don't care what's going on around me. No, I'm not going to move my head so you can open the refrigerator. Basically, she's like my diet plan. She'll come in and lay down right in front of the fridge. So oh, I don't get to eat until she goes outside. So, you know. Uh, speaking of moving your head, um, <clears throat> so we had an interesting uh, backstage conversation with our guest today. And I guess we'll still let him be on the show, even though he called me a big head. You know what I mean? I'm like, really? <laughs> Really? That's how we're going to start this? No. we. He brought up the whole... I I really believe I, I was born with a bobblehead. But Michelle, what did you say you want? I don't want to have a bobblehead. I want to have a bobble body. <laughs> the body to move. Is that your dance moves? Yeah, that's like the Hawaiian, you know. Have you seen that app or whatever people are doing on Facebook where it's like an app that it makes the body do that? 
like on the like it it just moves the camera where it looks like everybody's standing there it's the funniest video i not very many of those things make me laugh but that made me laugh it's just people standing in a kitchen normally but the app makes their body look like they're doing that the whole time really? oh my gosh it's so stinking adorable i'll have to show it to you later you have to check it out no, well listen i haven't seen that okay yep go ahead i am so excited to have our guest on today I met yeah. um, I met this guest through uh, an actors group. Um, did I mention T.C. Stallings a couple times last uh, episode? I think I did. Uh, I have said his name a lot lately. Just so because we're gonna of say, his... so we're gonna say Rhonda Corey, Trisha Boyd, and T.C. Stallings. And T. Stallings now. now he doesn't listen to my podcast, but 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 it, you know, somewhere around the last five episodes, I feel like his name's been on there every single time. But I have yeah. said it a lot because his movie No Vacancy came out, which is right. super awesome. Got to go watch it with a friend, so you guys definitely uh, be looking for that to be streaming. Um, but I'm I'm in a group with uh, with our guest today, and that's how I got to know him, and and then discovered he's not just an actor but a comedian as well. So tell us a little bit about who's on our show today, Michelle. Okay, so our guest today is a comedian, an actor, a minister, a speaker, an author, a life coach. He's a content creator for the Taken Network TV. He's a frequent guest on the Maurice Brown Show, Breaking Down the Four Walls. He placed third in the Ultimate Miami uh, Comedian Competition. So let's welcome to the Laugh Support, a man of, on fire for Jesus, John Nichols. Nicholas, 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 Nicholas. One job done jacked up my name. One job. That's how you know this is a comedy podcast right here. Michelle when, Van when, the, when the host when the host leads up telling your name and jack it right up. My God. This is oh, why we do it. This is why we do it. Steve Rivera was Steve Riviera. Riviera. Oh, you should have seen her. You should have seen I her know, with Dennis. You know friend. who she did get right? Dennis Gaxiola. What? She got Dennis Gaxiola right, but Nicholas, like, say, yeah, like Santa get Claus. Right that Nicholas. got Sciola in it. Yep. No. Okay. Uh, well, well, here we are. Well, thank God for grace. Well, look, everyone always messes my name up. They're always spelling it incorrectly. They're always putting two L's in it. I'm like, no, it's one L. When I became a Christian, scared the L out of me. But people still do it wrong all the time. So it's my thing now. I'm sorry. I think so. I think it really is a psychological, like it's an emotional thing that she doesn't even realize she does out of all the trauma of all the years of being van dusen all right but enough about van dusen yeah. let's talk about john nicholas right? there you go there you go john welcome to the show as i as go. i said um you and i actually met through uh the Uncom uncompromised uh christian actors group that is um the mentor and the leader of that group is actor tc stallings and um and that's really how you got on the radar in my world. And then I, I didn't realize in, originally that you were a comedian and then found out that, you know, that is who you are and what you do. So we're really excited to talk to you about your journey in comedy. And one of the first things that we ask our guest is basically as you started out in comedy, who was the laugh support for you that was there for you as you started to do this thing we call stand up? Man, you know, I'll, uh, that's a great question. And I can narrow it right down. That person would be 
a uh, few people, but one that sticks out is Nicole Ward. A uh, young friend of mine uh, definitely has you guys' complexion, minus the, the, the large domes. But, <laughs> but, but uh, no, she's uh, Nicole Ward is her name. Uh, she's a friend of mine. We went to school together, elementary, um, uh, high school. And she sent me a meme, and she said, you ever look at your friend and wonder why you're not comedians or why you're not doing stand-up? And then mm. that meme led me down a path of doing comedy. And and she and uh, another friend of mine named Michael Brackman and some other people would just come out and support me when I got started, uh, you know, doing some some uh, open mic nights. Oh, wow. that mm. That's that's crazy. You know how somebody um, can see some see something in us before we see it. it yeah. a, a, just a tiny bit of my journey is seven years before God called me into comedy. I had two women in a church group who were like, man, you're going to do this one day. And then one of them said, you know, and one, one who was a singer said, you know, one day I'm going to sing before you perform. And fast forward eight years later, and that moment happened at a little church in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. She had moved to Florida and she moved back here and that actually happened. And and that's crazy how somebody will see, uh, yeah. will see that in you yeah, before cool. you see it in yourself. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, yeah. And a meme. Michelle, has a meme ever inspired you to do something fantastic? <laughs> um, yeah, well, um, yeah, I, I don't think I should answer that. Um, just on, um, can I plead the fifth? You can plead the fifth. That's okay. Right. That's okay. okay bow out. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. So here's this friend who was there for you at the beginning to actually a couple people would come out. They would sure. watch your shows, which we know, man, when somebody begins, that's it's almost torturous you sure. know, when you're going and, and seeing them do that. Now, is that um, have those folks still continued to journey on with you? And, and yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely in my corner. Yeah, they're, they're in my corner. Of, there's someone who's uh, definitely has taken the forefront now more than ever. But those same friends are still supporting me and still cheering me on. Gotcha. So is ever a, ever a time that you felt like you weren't supported while you were doing comedy? Absolutely. Yeah, I was in a relationship with a, a young lady who, um, uh, you know, she supported me in a sense of like kind of created flyers for me and things that I was doing. But I never felt that moral support. There was always something that mm. felt like they were restraining my gifting. And I, I'm not a man that, that likes to be held back. So yeah, there was there's definitely time, and then my family wasn't supportive either. My my blood relatives were not supportive of my comedy journey or anything like that. Really, mm -hmm. like they didn't even come to any of the shows just to heckle you, like. Nah, nah, yeah, yeah. I mean, death to the person that does. I mean, you know, you get burned in the front and try to heckle me. <laughs> I'm, the wrong guy. I'm the wrong guy to engage with heckling. I that's like trying to dance with a tornado. You don't you don't want to do that. But no, they never, they never were that daring. I wish they were. I mean, I got, I got mm. dimes dropped on them from childhood, but they never did. Mm. Wow. Was it just the, the comedy aspect of it or was, have you always worked clean? Were you working clean then? Or? No, no, not at all. Yeah. I jumped on the, the crass secular side first. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first set I ever did uh, at McCurdy's comedy club. I was uh, drunk off my tail high yeah. as ever. Yeah, I went. I had a two couple of quick shots and a pull on a on a marijuana juana blunt, mm -hmm. and I went on stage and I ripped that mic wide open. Uh, but I, but I did it at the at the you know at the 
at the helm of cursing and, and nonsense, you know, and, 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 you know, things of that nature. But that's how I got started. I got started doing uh, crass jokes. Mm. Michelle, that sounds almost like your very first time on stage, right? Wait, wait, no. Um, <laughs> no, June. Hi, too, Michelle. All right, cool. I ain't the only one that smoked weed. All right. He's five oh, foot well, nothing. I, She's never been high on anything. <laughs> no, well, hang, hang on. <laughs> anything I get up on it, I'd be high, right? You know, my little. Oh, okay. Little there it is. I'm high. Um, yeah, little, little Michael Jr. joke. All right, that's cool. Used to ride horses. I was high. Um, oh boy, no, here we go. She's gonna keep going. All right, here we go. No, I actually. Might get actually, ladder. Actually, climb the ladder and go high. On the ladder. Okay. Here you go. No, John, actually, uh, in my youth, when um, I, I started hearing Christians have all these testimonies, you know, uh, oh, I was saved from drugs. I was saved from alcohol. I used to be a prostitute, like all these major conversions. Sure. Um, and I thought, well, God can't use me unless I have a testimony. So I did spend a whole month um, drinking and trying to smoke as much marijuana as I possibly could. Um, and it was given, everything was free to me. And I could not, like God would not allow my my body to get high or drunk. So I actually don't know what that feels like because I've never experienced that part of it. And then um, after the month, I gave my life to Christ at that point, And I've never had a desire for any of that. So, um, yes, I did smoke, but no, I've never been high. So let, me understand, so let me understand. You did a trial run at yeah. being high and drunk just to see if you could sin off your behind and turned out you too holy. Uh, no, it's more like God just continued to protect me. Mm. He wouldn't <laughs> let me. No, I'm serious. So like after, after all that and, and um, one you time. You try to get dirty and God kept you clean. Yeah. 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 I did. I did. And so like one time I ended up having like a cough. I'm like, oh, I'll have some cough medicine. So I just took, you know, the, the dose of cough uh -huh, medicine uh -huh, uh -huh. and I went to get something from underneath my bed. Three mm -hmm. hours later, I woke up and I'm like, okay, I can't. From cough medicine? medicine? Uh -huh. Yes. Because apparently that much nothing. alcohol knocked me out. So I'm like, nope. I can't touch it. I can't touch no. this stuff. <laughs> I don't want the robot touching. I ain't touching uh -uh. it. Okay. Uh -uh. Oh, I, I, I bet it. you go to the Alcoholics Anonymous. Hi, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. hi, Michelle. I bet I've done robot touching. I bet I've never had alcohol. I've uh, had the alcohol and the robot touching. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Well, yeah. So, okay, okay so you started out and it wasn't clean comedy. Right. right? So when, uh, tell us about that, that transition. And did that's you have somebody shit. there yeah. that was supporting you as you made that switch? Yeah, the same friends, the same friends that oh, wow. supported me when I started the uh, crash jokes and whatnot uh, was with me when I made my conversion to Christ, uh, with me in a sense of in the, in the, in the background, supporting mm -hmm. me and whatnot, social media, text messages, phone calls. Um, you know, God gave me a dream that uh, Kevin Hart, uh, the comedian, Kevin, comedian actor Kevin Hart told me I wasn't funny. Uh, in the dream, I remember uh, pursuing him saying, Kevin, can I holler at you? You know, I want to get into the comedy game. And he told me I wasn't funny in the dream. And I actually was upset in the dream. You ever had a dream and, and you actually take the emotion from the dream outside mm -hmm. the dream. So I woke up upset. I was like, what son? Tell me I ain't funny. So I got up and I uh, told a lady I was with, booked me on stage at McCurdy's Comedy Club. And then I tore the house down in front of 60 people. They thought I was doing comedy for years. And then uh, given less than a year later, I was down at West Palm Beach Comedy Club. At this point, I already gave my life to Jesus Christ, April 2017. And if May of that same year, 
I was in West Palm Beach Comedy Club with Kevin Hart. And uh, he got off the stage and I wanted to speak to him. I said, Kev, can I holler at you? You know, because I want to tell him this dream that I had. I was thinking he's going to bring me to the green room. And, uh, you know, I was going to tell him the dream that I had. And then I was going to be a millionaire and leave, leave all my homies behind. Mm-hmm. But uh, but God had other plans. You know, so I said, Kev, can I speak to you? He looked me in my eyes like I had no soul and just straight walked by me like I'm short. Mm. I mean, I'm short, but that brother's short, short, you know. So yeah. he walked by me like I didn't exist. And then um, and that that messed me up for about a year. I did nothing. No comedy, no acting mm. for, for a year. Mm. Man, it, that, that, that's crazy. The power. Well, basically, the power in his celebrity is sure. what it was. You were you were looking for confirmation in, in the wrong place, really. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you were looking for, sure. for a man you to move on and go and do what yeah. what you were called to do and yeah. not leaning into the gift yeah. God gave you. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I was in, I was a newbie Christian and I was, you know, I just had got saved and I was trying to do a Jedi mind trick. Like Kev, you will holler at me. Talk to me, Kev, <laughs> yes. when you got off the stage, but I, I didn't know how to, you, you know, let the Holy Spirit work through me at that time. I thought it was something I could just control on my own, but I'm grateful that he did that because um, you know, I'm used to, you know, people hurting me. And then me processing that pain because that year that I took off from 2017 to 2018 allowed me to prepare myself to wash my wife with the word. So I was my wife has her own testimony. So I was able to wash her with the word of God. And she was there that night that I mm-hmm. met Kevin Hart and she supported me. So um, and she just was a major support. So if it wasn't for that, I would have never been able to take the time to wash my wife in the, with the word and then find out about the Christian Film Festival in 2018 that opened up my um, clean Christian comedy uh, career. Okay. Um, John, just for a second, if you wouldn't mind, would you, for some of our viewers or and our listeners that don't know, what do you mean by washing your wife in the word? What, what is that? Well, Ephesians 5 tells us that husbands are to wash their wives with the word to present them without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. And what that looks like on, on a, on a you know, natural level is, uh, you know, Jesus refers to himself as the living water. So as a husband reads the word to his wife and takes her through the scriptures and also helps, uh, you know, break down and, and interpret what the word is saying, he is, mm. cl- he, you know, he, the Holy Spirit is cleansing her through the husband, through the word by reading it to her, praying with her, uh, breaking it down to her, helping her to understand the text and what it means. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so that, that and and um, because you also said that your wife also has a testimony, and I do believe sure. that you happen to have those in the um in this book, right? Jesus changed our lives. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful testimony. How uh how our stories intertwine with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so, wow. So this is is this a book you authored, or is this a book your story's in? This is a book that I authored my testimony. So it's a compilation book of stories from all over the world. People from Uganda, Canada, the UK, and me and my wife's story is published in that book. Yeah. Get and so people can get it from Amazon. They can, um, if you Google it, you can yeah. find it uh, around. Yeah. So Jesus changed our lives, stories yeah. from the heart to enrich your faith. I just thought yeah. that was really cool when I came across it. I'm like, what? Yeah. So yeah. 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 I'm grateful for you doing your research. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot to me that I just don't publicize because uh, the Lord has taught me how to just humble myself and let him exalt me in due season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We actually kind of talked about that a little bit yesterday, didn't we, Michelle? Yeah. yeah, you don't, yeah. you don't, you definitely don't have to go around with a strobe light when you got the light yeah. in you, yeah. right? You yeah, just you let it be, 
you got to be careful with people that throw their names on T-shirts. Oh, stop it now. I just got my first T-shirt. I got my first June Colson comedy T-shirt. I mean, I'm not knocking that particularly, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, know, we have to be careful as Christians to point the attention back to ourselves. Right, Um, right. Point it back to G. But, of course, no shade to you. I didn't even know about your T-shirt. Look, look, look. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure it looks phenomenal. I'd rock one, you know what I mean? Send me one. I'd wear one, you know? But no. Nah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, but honestly, though, it was something you can ask Michelle. I probably spent a year and a half just back and forth of like waiting for the the green light from God on it because I had right. uh, I didn't sure. want it to come across as something as, yeah. um, you know, uh, bragging on myself or yeah. boastful or anything like that. Yeah. And your so- heart has to be in the right place. And if your heart is the Lord knows your heart, if your heart's in the right place and you're not using it to monopolize or, or debase other other people, other Christians. Right. Um, then God will God will use it and, and exalt you. Yeah. I guess I'll I'll put this cup away so you can't see it. Okay. Um, yeah. That is okay. a bobblehead yeah. cup right there. Yeah. There's, there's all right. kinds of other cups, you know. There it is. There it is. That, well, that that cup actually the the Earl Music did that. Yes. Yeah. Michelle. Yes. Okay. He did. So Earl is the one who did that. You were making fun of our big bobblehead. Uh, yeah, the bobblehead <laughs> illustration. Yeah. Earl Music, a Christian right comedian and an amazing illustrator cartoonist and he uh he actually did that and did michelle's cup there well one thing i found pretty fascinating about your conversation is you said that you know when you started out you were not a clean comedian no Uh, you were smoking you were drinking you were living that life and you had a couple of people supporting you and then you said it's the same people who were with you when you made that transition which we could tell you most comedians, that's not the story. You know, most right. comedians, when yeah. you when you make that switch, that that life and, and and those folks who are in that fall out, you know, they fade away because they don't want to follow that journey of the person who so oh, what a huge blessing. What a what a cool experience and unique to your, you know, to that type of situation to have those folks stick with you. Yeah, I, I was blessed to have them in my life. And uh, you know, one of them is not even a believer. Uh uh, but they just believed in me, you know, when I didn't believe in yeah. myself and I'm grateful for who they are. That's so good. Mm. Now, um, does Nicole do comedy? Uh, when she's chasing her kid around. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, nah, she's a, she's a comedian of sorts as a mama and a, and a wife, you know, but nah, she don't do comedy. Mm. Okay. I was just wondering because of the meme you're, you're talking about how she sent you the meme about being. Yeah. She just was like, you know, she just sent that meme because she thought, you know, man, my friend is so funny. Like, and I'm glad that she did because that's what sparked the dream. And then, you know, ultimately led to where I'm at now. No, that's, that's super cool. cool. So uh, as far as advice goes, would you have, so in, in the Christian comedy association that Michelle and I have, where we met um, over the years, I've met several people who were, uh, weren't clean comedians. They gave their life to Christ. And then they had to make that transition. You know, they were, they, they realized that what they were doing and how they were doing it was not honoring God. And so they, um, they were trying to figure this world out of what's okay and what's not okay. And do, do I just have to do churches and can I not work with uh, comedians who aren't clean and how do I handle this and, and all of that? Is there anything that, that sticks with you that maybe helped you as you made that transition into clean comedy. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'll tell you that I just, I want to make sure too, that I honor my wife. Cause I know there's a question that you guys are going to ask me about who supports me now. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to highlight that. But to answer your question, there's a friend of mine. He sent me um, a scripture the night before I was going to do one of my first clean sets um, mm-hmm. that was recorded. That's out there now. It's called Adam and Eve. You can look it up on YouTube. Um, and he sent me a scripture and it said, those who cleanse themselves from the latter, 2 Timothy 2.21, those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes made holy, useful to the master and prepared to do any good work. So mm-hmm. when I, um, man, when I read that right before I got on stage, because I, I wrote my, my set that, that night. And then right when I read that scripture, the Lord says, I don't want you to write nothing. Just go on stage and I will, I will speak mm-hmm. through you. Mm-hmm. I went on that stage and I ripped that mic straight up because he said that if I cleanse myself, and I cleanse the ladder, I'll be I'll be used as an instrument for special purposes, made holy. There goes that word again, right? Holy, useful for the master to be prepared for any good work. So okay. that's what I would bless that person out there that's that's maybe dealing with how they deliver and their language or whatnot. The Lord mm. desires to make you holy so he can use you. Mm, that's really good. Have you ever sent, because um, it sounds like, you know, your friend sent you that encouraging word prior to your set. Have you ever sent encouraging words or scriptures to comedians before they've gone on I mean, or even spoken yeah. to them? Yeah. All, all, all the time. You know, I'm always someone, I'm an encourager, you know, I'm someone that I, I pour myself out like a drink offering. So yeah, there's, there's been a few people I've, I've seen what they do and, and I'll hit them up on the side and, and just cheer them on. I had some comedians reach out to me. Matter of fact, one of my, one of the buddies uh, in me and June's group, uh, Chester, he was mm. uh, he was going up one time and hit me up. And I was like, uh, he wanted to find out some things about stand up. And, and I shared some things with him and uh, and then he went and crushed it. Mm. Chester is uh, Chester Goad. We definitely have got to interview him on here. He lives not far from me in Nashville. He actually um, recently just came to a show of mine here in Bowling Green because, uh, yeah, because I was getting to open for a mentor and friend. Check out that episode, The Laugh Support Podcast. Jeff Allen was the guest and I got to open for Jeff. And and Chester is that guy that um, he's not coming to your show, sitting in the wings, wanting you to give him five minutes. He literally is coming to your show, sitting in the seat, wanting to give you that half an hour, hour support and let you know that he's there for you. He's a super cool guy. I I absolutely love that. Um, But yeah, so as you said, as you know, as we're getting closer to the end of the interview. So now today, your wife, Mm -hmm. she is your laugh support. So tell us about that. Tell us what it is that she does that lets you know that she loves and supports what you're doing. Well, as you ladies know, uh, in this comedy game, when we, uh, we go out there and be bold enough to tell our jokes, yeah, we feed off the laughter in the audience, you know, the laughter in the crowd, you know. So my wife brings the laughter in our home where, you know, when I'm telling my jokes and I'm just being me, I mean, I always have her laughing. Mm. You know, she's always laughing. She laughs genuinely. I even remember when she first came to my first uh, clean set that I did because uh, she was there when I did my um, my crash set. You know, when right. I did that one, she was there supporting me in the beginning stages. And when she saw me do the clean one, here she is, like, holding the camera, you know, recording my set. And uh, after it was all said and done, we went to go watch the tape. And all you hear is her laugh yeah. overpowering <laughs> the whole set. Can't even hear my jokes. 
because she's right by the microphone, just you know, just laughing. How you know, I love her beautiful laugh. I can't really mimic her laugh. It's not like a bark. That's how that was kind of me. scary. Yeah, no, I don't think she sound like uh, Reggie back there. <laughs> but uh, but she's been my support. She constantly gives me material. As you guys know, comedians, you can't give us material all the time because we'll just be cracking jokes twenty four seven. Mm-hmm. My wife constantly gives me comedic material. I, I, I mean, I can't write it down enough. I just get it down in my head. So she's so funny, but she's been a major support just telling me how funny I am from cheering me off from telling mm-hmm. people about me. I can't say enough about that woman of God. Mm. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Michelle, yeah. what do you think? Alicia, yeah. I, I think that's fantastic. I wish, um, my husband would sit and laugh at the things I say, but you know, he doesn't really laugh when I'm like, you know, you need to fix the, uh, the, the porch swing. Uh, could you also fix the the dishes and uh, will you do the laundry? He doesn't laugh. He doesn't laugh. No, so I don't not know. Not funny at all. <laughs> if, you, if you get him that bobble body, he might laugh. I think at that. so. If you just come in bobble body and come in like, watch out, you know, he might. <laughs> He might start dying then, you know. Who knows? Listen, I was going to close with if you had one piece of advice for a, a new comedian, what would you give him? But I kind of like that. Give him the bobble body. That's give him the bobble be. body, you know. Rock out with your bobble give body. Him, give him the bobble. Body. Give him the bobble. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if I had to drop a piece of advice on, like, you would mean like an upcoming comic or what are we talking about? Yeah, or or any uh, basically, if you've got a piece of advice that was given to you and you've and you've hung on to it because it was solid and true and it's helped you. Um, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? There's so much because you know the, the bottom line is submit yourself to Christ. You know that's that's the bottom line. You got to be submitted to the Lord and He'll humble you. So He who humbles Himself shall be exalted, and He who exalts Himself shall be humbled. So you definitely want to make sure you humble yourself in all things and let the Lord be the one. To exalt you and not like you trying to be on everybody's show. I don't try to get on everybody's show. I, mean, I want to be on this. I'm just honored to be with you women today that you reached out to me. Um, but I would give one piece of secular advice that I got yeah. from a, um, a comic, a comedian that was teaching us back in the day. I went to like maybe one. I don't go to like a lot of, I don't sit there and study comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I was sitting in one of his classes though. He said something very profound to me that made a world of sense and, and it has stuck with me uh, since then. And it's basically that if it's funny to you, then it's funny. You know, if, if, if you say, if you tell a joke and you're, you're laughing, mm-hmm. then go with that instinct that it's funny, mm-hmm. you know, and, and rock out with that. And, and I love that because it made me think like, you know what? I mean, don't you guys make yourself laugh all the time? Yes. <laughs> constantly make myself laugh. So I think that if you can make yourself laugh, and I'm not like talking about like D.L. Hughley, make yourself laugh. Like that brother there will have you, he'll laugh and nobody will be laughing with him. So I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to you wanna make sure that they laughing, some kind of laughter in that audience, you know? Yes. But yes. if you can make yourself laugh, um, I believe that, and it's funny. Stick with that, stick with that, and just keep keep burrowing through until uh until you dodge a couple of tomatoes. Then you gotta switch it up. 
Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, John, we just appreciate so much that you took time to be with us today. It's been a great interview. Uh, Michelle and I, we're going to scoot you to the back real quick. We're going to do our closing. But if you'd hang out for a few minutes so that we can say goodbye to you properly. We'd yeah. love to Let me that. just go ahead and bobble on my way out. <laughs> hang on, though. But before before I send him back, don't forget, if you want to check out uh, oh, yeah. his I'm website, so the real... Yeah. Uh, johnnicholas.com so it's j-o-n-n-i-c-o-l-a-s and then where's the other where's the socials june uh well you did it when it was scrolling you gave me the gap michelle come on now we gotta fill the gap all right, right you can find john on facebook it's john j-o-n nicholas n-i-c-o-l-a-s capital c-c instagram the real john nicholas twitter john remember j-o-n N-I-C-O-L-A-S 33. So y'all definitely check out our friend, John. All right, now, John, bobbling on out of here. Get All out right, of here, that's Michelle. it. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so every time we close the show, I thought for a little while, Michelle, that um, I thought that you had your closer. And then, and then it changed. We spent forever with me trying to get you one. All right. I thought that um, Andrea, I thought Andrea uh, Kaspari gave us a closer, but then you, you skipped out on that one. So now I'm going to give them my Jesus and Junebug loves you. But I really think that John gave you a gift today with the give them the bobble. I think, I think just say Jesus and Junebug loves you. And you're going to say, give them the bobble. And you got a bobble. <laughs> Will you do it? Uh, um, give them the bobble or just do the bobble. No, it's you have to say, don't forget to give them the bobble. Or if you won't do that, you have to go back to little Michelle and the Messiah tell you to take it higher. Okay. You know okay. what? Uh, how about just you do you and, and I'll do me. Oh my goodness. Okay, y'all. Well, that's <laughs> it for this episode of the Laugh Support Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget that you can watch this episode. You got to watch for the bobble, y'all. You can watch us on the Creative Motion Network on Roku TV. We're on YouTube and Vimeo. And of course, you can listen to us anywhere that you listen to your podcast. All right. Even in Australia, be it. even in, in Mexico, even yes, in yes. India. Come and on now. in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, we found out. So, hey, y'all, in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, we love you. All right. I'm June Colson. Never forget Jesus and Junebug loves you. And tell them goodbye, Michelle. And Michelle doesn't want you to go to hell. Thanks for listening. <laughs>